If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I swear to God, right? Alright. <laughs> Nobody no Bioshock spoilers. Hello Jesus and welcome. Christ. This is Podcast Unlocked. <laughs> I have no idea what episode it is. Ryan McCaffrey is gone. My name is Mitch Dyer. You're it's not it's <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, we're, wow. we're doing this live. Do not spoil Bioshock for me. <laughs> this is uh, Podcast Unlocked Irresponsibility Edition. Like I said, I am Mitch Dyer. I am your host. The inmates are running the asylum today. Ryan McCaffrey's on a vacation. So, in his stead, I have replaced him with two people. Alongside my regular co-host, Justin McGarry. I'm still here. I Hi, brought guys. in the two men. Wow. Marty Sleva. Hey, guys. The two? The two men. <laughs> the two. I brought in two men. Marty Sleva, who you just heard, yeah. and Richard George. Hello. Who is uh, I'm sorry denying you not... a Nintendo podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Blame Audrey. <laughs> no, this is out of spite. This is out of spite for Nintendo. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Right? right before I hit record, he was talking all kinds of smack about the Koopalings. <laughs> what am I supposed to yeah. talk about for Nintendo? Unreal 4 or Engine 4 Yeah, it's coming, not... but maybe not. Just yeah. kidding. But no. Well, you, you have Stuff. the Injustice demo come. Oh, no, it's not. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. This is That's okay. I don't want to play Boy Wars. We're just going to talk bad about Wii U the whole time. It's going to be great. That'll be fine. So, in the goings-on, in the past couple weeks, I mean, we haven't had a podcast in about 12 maybe 15 years um so marty you it's been like two well, weeks i have no idea what's you. it's been 12 years since yeah, it's last been a episode. Long time. i don't, I don't think people are anymore. still subscribing marty honestly <laughs> you and i were at pax and gdc yeah was uh, all of us i was there GDC. too if you guys oh yeah whatever basically all of us were working really hard except for rich yeah um <laughs> chilling Marty, I how was is, at home, like, doing normal non-PAX things. Yeah. Marty, yeah, how was your true. PAX? PAX was, <laughs> was awesome. doing nothing, a.k.a. covering Nintendo. <laughs> oh, that was really sad. PAX was awesome, though. Uh, I we pretty much a lot of fans. Got a lot of games. A lot of fans, a lot of games. Scoured the uh, indie mega booth. And I've never so been to PAX. many cool Sucks. games. Really? Yeah, you never, never been to PAX Prime? To PAX. I mean, none of them. Man, you got to sort that. we got to get you to PAX this year. Uh, yeah. right. PAX is so much fun. Do you want to go to PAX? I, I end up going to question. every other trip but PAX, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'll take your Rome trip next year, and there, you can go to PAX. <laughs> I, was gonna say, there's no I have other crazy ones trip. I'm going to, but not Rome. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I've been to like 15 Comic Cons, but not a PAX. That's a lot. So. That's yeah. a lot of Comic Cons. Does that mean you're old, or that there are multiple Comic Cons per year? Uh, both? <laughs> 
Do you go to like, <laughs> like Comic Con Kansas City? And, oh, like, when I was a kid, yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah, I was a kid, I actually. Yeah, I went to Comic-Con. My first Comic-Con was the year they had first moved into the current building there, and they actually had a different oh, wow. building that got demolished. And then, like, their very first year at the new convention center on the Bayfront is, like, the first year I went. Uh, cool. Back when it was, like, a normal convention and not this, like, uh, clusterfuck back of a, like, about disaster. Comics? Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, more, like, it was before Hollywood was there, and um, I actually didn't even know what panels were back then. I just wanted to look at all the cool comics that <laughs> yeah, I couldn't yeah, afford sure. and stuff like that. Yeah, anyway. So while we were all hard at work, you were back here playing Bioshock. Nah, well, that just came out. What do you feel? How do you feel about Bioshock? I really, really like it. Um, I'm not very far. Okay. Uh, we, won't, we, won't, we won't get any spoilers. I just finished uh, the first boss. Let's put it that way, right? I don't even uh, know what that means. I finished what? that There's game bosses? twice. At, yeah, first major like confrontation, right. per se, okay. um, in the Hall of Heroes. So, oh, okay. okay. Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I really, really like it. I mean, you and I were talking about this a little earlier today, and I just really love the contrast. I mean, it's very deliberate. It's very obviously deliberate. But, like, uh, you know, the contrast between it and Bioshock, you know, one is this dead world, and you feel like you're walking into this thing that has already happened and it's sure. kind of cool to piece everything together but it already happened so you feel like you missed a lot um and that's cool it's got its own feel but this one you feel like you're in the midst of this revolution or whatever is going yeah. on here and i really yeah. really like that i really dig that um i mean irrational is so good at creating these moments that you'll never forget um you know you haven't it, seen nothing yet. I, no, uh, no doubt no doubt i mean and that's that's what's so cool is because you know that you're so early on and that you know you, you know it, like I'll never forget meeting Elizabeth, uh, you know, sure. as long as I'm yeah. playing games yeah. and I'm just getting started with this game. And you, you always know that I think all of us know those moments when we play games and that's what makes playing games so cool is you always remember, you know, pulling the sword out of the stone in Ocarina of Time or you remember, you know, fighting Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid or stuff like that. And so, um, you know, this game is, is seems destined to have some of those moments just packed right into it, which is great. Um, and I actually don't know that I mean, Bioshock had had it was a great experience, but I don't know that I had too many of those moments. Yeah, um, they were mostly reserved for the end. Yeah, yeah. there's not a whole lot of around plot twist time. Yeah, I mean, or maybe the first like ten minutes. The first yeah, White House yeah, going down, yeah. Yeah. your first Big Daddy, going but. down into Rapture, fighting my first Big Daddy, yeah. and the first you know the choice with the with mm-hmm. the little sister and stuff. Yep. I would say those were all definite moments. But other than that, I was just you know I was enjoying my experience and I was I was loving it. But at the same time, there wasn't that feeling of like oh man this yeah. is imprinted in my brain yeah. so. I've, I've forgotten the entire second act of bioshock honestly. like <laughs> yeah. i cannot remember if you give me a hundred dollars i couldn't tell you like where you go or what right you i can only do. remember like specific sections where i'm like oh i did that thing for sander cohen yeah, where yeah. i killed guys and yeah. took their photo that's it like yeah and yeah. then it's like and then there was a plot twist what happened in between i don't know some audio logs i mean there's yeah. some great mm-hmm. stuff and uh, but yeah it all has this kind of samey darkness to it and that and and there's and it's still a great experience but it just doesn't have that same kind of storytelling prowess that infinite does yeah, um, which totally is great. Agree. I mean, the, the, uh, early on, um, I'd say one yeah. hour. You play one hour of that game, it's going to be hard for you to put down. Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Infinite. I'm probably. I guess I'm probably uh, four hours and maybe How three, you four hours. Mm-hmm. I've beaten it. Okay. Beaten it. Uh, I'm. Uh, no I just got past Finkton. Okay. Uh, I think cool. I'm just a little bit ahead of. Uh, okay. Rich. Cool. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's great, but I'm trying to like take my time with it. I mean, part of the problem is that every game known to man came out in March. It, yeah. it came out in March, and I'm having this like problem, a good problem. Mm-hmm. But it's like 
I'm three hours into Metal Gear. I'm, you know, I'm actually way more. I'm like 10 hours into Tomb Raider. I'm three hours into this, three hours into that. And I'm just like, you're all divided. uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like a dozen hours into Luigi, dozen hours into Fire Emblem. It's just like, yeah. See, so I don't feel like I need to play Metal Gear. Like, I'm a big Metal Gear fan too. I own every single Metal Gear game, but Bioshock, I'm like, I feel like this is one of those games that I need to play. Oh, absolutely. Like, just like when you think about books, you're like, oh, I have to read that one. Like, yeah. in, In the terms of like, gaming literacy that's just something you're gonna have to play but it's also it's also something everyone wants to play before they get it spoiled the main reason i want to I, I don't really want to rush through this game but i don't want anyone in the office to spoil this for me yeah and so i want to go home tonight and actually, just like steve like it. made an ultimatum he's yeah. like i have a morning meeting this. about Bioshock. do not do this yeah. Yeah. people yeah. are talking so openly about it in the office because half the yeah. staff has finished it yeah, yeah. So and, people are like and, hey uh Hey, you Sean hey. across the office. What do you think? Of it? It's like, no, you guys yeah. can't yeah. do this. I heard yeah. Sean doing that. I was like, you might not want to do that <laughs> yeah. across the office. Yeah. You know, people were ready to murder him. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks. Uh, it's like today. Um, I mean, two big TV shows happened yesterday: Game of Thrones and, and Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. And Game and of Doctor Thrones. Who? Is, uh, yeah, no, I'm not caught up in Walking or uh, Doctor Who, so yeah, I'm, who? I'm disappointed in that. You're not a I'm I'm still in the Tenant stuff, so okay. I'm still a ways okay. away. But um. Yeah, it sucked because so Game of Thrones everyone stayed away from for some reason. Walking Dead, the idiots at AMC apparently decided to release a press release about a character that's returning for season four. And it's like a character that you would kind of want, you know, like anything with Walking Dead, you wonder who's going to make it. Yeah. And oh, yeah. now I'm like, oh, guess that person All makes right. it. <laughs> you know, and, and I haven't watched that. I, I, I decided to stick with Game of Thrones and I was like, I'll watch Walking Dead on like Monday and here we go. So yeah. um, that's, well, the, that's the unfortunate part. It's like I do feel this like pressure to play through yeah. Infinite and yet... I really want to take my time with it because yeah. I want to find all the like little audio logs or vo- yeah. what are they? Vox- voxophones. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's I, a voxophone? I love Those how cool. Levine is able to channel different era, like lost eras of history yeah, or something yeah. like it. It's funny because the other day, um, New York City released all this archival uh, uh, photo- uh, photography that it had done throughout the years. Yeah. Um, and there's all these like photos from like the late 1800s and early 1900s. And you just kind of like, I was kind of scrolling through them online and, and it was totally kind of calling infinite in some ways um just because it's like taking you know a trip back to a different era so yeah. it's cool and there's so, so many moments in the game like you when you reach a, that nickelodeon kind of early on in the game and you can watch those little puppets play their like morality tales oh, and i watched yeah. like 10 of them and i'm like jesus like Wait, no I, game I don't does know this. what that is oh is that the duke and dimwit stuff yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh i didn't even, i didn't know this did anything yeah you can like play each one and they like play out a different like, scene oh my god yeah. I have no yeah. idea I've yeah. this and there's, twice. And, uh, there's so much detail in there elizabeth brings up that it's like getting children to like you know, commit to the military so they can yeah. Yeah, pretty much be brainwashed. Yeah, really. yeah there are, there are yeah. two moments of that, right? Like, you look at the Duke and Dimwit stuff, and that's how they recruit the boys. And then early on, before you go to the raffle, you can meet a lady who's selling flowers, and she's raising money for, like, the Ladies of Liberty or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Like, just young women who want to become, like, a little patriot. Yeah. And I was serve. like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are so good at, like, this layered environmental storytelling where you – you they teach you to start looking at everything and they reward you greatly for looking at everything and i mean you can just do your little like shooter like run through the whole thing but if you're trying to play it like call of duty you're playing it the wrong way you know you're just missing so much and i mean not even they're so clever in how they'll like tease you about something that's coming later or they'll layer it up in this game is insane yeah Yeah. and i mean even with the voxophones they give them to you out of order but that's kind of cool because there's sort of like these these realizations you have you're like oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. Especially if you go back to the archive and listen to one, like when you get to the end, it, it, it might almost be worth your time to stop 
and then mm. just go back and listen to all the Vox phones again. Sure. Because it is enlightening. It actually is funny because, so I'll get the Vox phones and I immediately my reaction is play. Yeah. But yeah. then the characters are like, I'll, I'll, I'll be in like the middle of like a firefight or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hold like on, the, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need like, to listen to this. Wait, one sec. I yeah. need to listen to this. Or, I mean, because they'll just start talking and I'm like doing stuff and right. like Elizabeth's like. have a conversation over yeah. it. You're like, no, I'm missing yeah. all the details. So then I'll just go read the transcript, which yeah. is fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. so good times. I so like we're all loving that game. That's a good game. It's actually been weird to see how March like really just sort of escalated it. Like you know, you had I think Metal Gear right at the very end of February. Actually, mm-hmm. I guess technically, and that's a good game. February was pretty you know? packed. Yeah, yeah we've had a crazy time. couple months, and then it went to like you know Tomb Raider, which I really enjoy, and I'm not quite done with. And then it, you know, and then we eventually get to this, and it's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. I actually never touched Dead Space three, but I'm not into that series really. So I just, eh. I just nerds. It's one of those it. games <laughs> that just or franchises really that's just totally outside just of my not, it's like not gears of war used. to me actually yeah. i'm not i played gears 2 and i was like i understand yeah so gears 2 is like in my opinion not a good one to start with well, i just yeah. I, I played yeah. through the whole one thing and three. i was like i understand your your thing here um mm-hmm. check yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, i just didn't i didn't need to do any more of that so just fine if you have finished bioshock infinite you can go to our facebook group Facebook.com slash group slash podcast unlocked, Rich. And we're going to have a bunch more stuff on Bioshock in yeah, the near future, right? Yeah, we are, uh, we're going to do a spoiler cast. We're yeah. going to do a bunch of stuff. There's um, more coming, basically. Yeah, for those of you who have, like, beaten it and are, like, clamoring for, like, me, what, you know, I want to say things or hear what people yeah. have to say about things. We have all that coming. Yeah, I mean, that spoiler thread that we have going right now is really good. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's like a separate event, so it's, like, it's blocked out so you don't see spoilers if you're in the yeah. group at all. Oh, that's good. It's, it's a really good system they have going. Um, so yeah, we have that going on if you all want to talk about uh, Bioshock Infinite spoilers. I'm actually not going to read the comments at all on this podcast because I don't want to <laughs> yeah. see spoilers. Yeah, it's going to be risky. There were actually, there were actually a little douches that were like targeting journalists actively with spoilers. Yeah, yeah on Twitter or like, Which was harsh. like very public emails. Like the guys at Game Informer got totally screwed. Yeah, it's harsh. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. I actually have, uh, so I, I mean, I primarily do Twitter on my phone and I have like keywords that are just completely banned oh my god and it'll, I want that. it'll ban entire tweets that use it so it actually will get i'll get little fragments of conversations about it <laughs> if you don't mention like these handful of words but anything using any of these basic words are gone you banned the word bioshock and therefore never see anything from I, Andrew un- Goldfarb. I, I unfollowed ken levine <laughs> i banned bioshock i banned infinite like there's a bunch of other words that i've just like banned banned well banned, banned banned you got to figure it out hopefully yeah. i mean it's not perfect but it'll it'll do for now so I'm hoping to finish it within the next week or so. We'll see. Let's come back on the other side of this nonsense with some news. Whoa. There's news? Always news, Rich. IGN's Xbox 360 Podcast, the Podcast Unlocked, presents the News Unlocked! Destin Legary, I Hi. want you to tell me about my favorite news of the week. They announced Metal Gear Solid Five finally. Yes, they did. Correct. And we did a rewind on like the, the trailer and everything. In the best way possible. You two loved us. It's Phantom Pain versus and Ground Zeroes, but Ground Zeroes is a prequel to Phantom prequel to Phantom Pain and, <laughs> and the characters. Ah, my <laughs> yeah, so this announcement came out of GDC. It was done in a very, very Hideo Kojima fashion in that we knew that Ground Zeroes was a game, we knew that Phantom Pain was a game. We didn't know for sure if they were connected, but we kinda did. Because the Phantom Pain was clearly a Metal Gear game. I thought it was, I thought it was very smart of them, honestly, yeah. because, so, you know, in this day and age, like, we all kind of know, but that just sort of made it that much more entertaining yeah, for me. Sure. I was willing to play it. I was like, okay. The disappointing thing know. about it, though, is we see the trailer for the Phantom Pain, and we're all like, what is this? Yeah. Like, you're escaping from a hospital, there's, like, supernatural yeah. stuff going, mm-hmm. is that Big Boss? 
It's like the whole time you think it's a new <laughs> Is IP. Is that what you did? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, the whole th- you think it's a new IP. And sure, they sure. present it as a new IP, and it's exciting. Oh, and come now, Mitchell. Suddenly... You, I mean, new IP? I mean, that was, it was what pretty obviously Metal Gear. Sure. Like, and yeah, once yeah. I realized, like, oh, this awesome hospital escape thing is yeah. part of a broader Metal Gear Solid Five. now I'm like, oh, okay, like, I can get behind this. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but for real, guys, this is Kojima's last one. Yeah, 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 sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he keeps saying that. So what I'm wondering is, what's Moby Dick Studio going to work on? Like, if right. it's like oh, a Destin. Kojima game? I'm oh, confused. Destin. Yeah, that was, that was really all clever of them. Yeah. I mean, I... I'm excited, I guess, sort of. I mean, I, I didn't... I was some enthusiasm. Well, the problem is, is I wasn't, like, a huge fan of 4. I felt it was very oh derivative of the yeah. ideas in, oh like, God. 1 and previous games. Huh? I said I need to go. You hurt my feelings too much. You know, like Dude, four. Four I is, love 4. 4 is all mm. cutscenes, though. Like, there's yeah. so little... I can finish that game in, like, an hour by skipping the cutscenes. That cut game scenes. took me 18 hours to finish, and... With the cutscenes, yeah. Yeah. But if you and, skip them, you there are eight hours. There are really eight fast. hours of cutscenes in that game. I can't. Yeah. And that's the problem, right? Is, like, just go make your Metal Gear movie. Like, just leave, much, yeah. leave it out of my game. Mm-hmm. Let me play my game. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rich, I hope you're ready for more, because the entirety of what we saw from Metal Gear Solid Five and Ground Zeroes, mm-hmm. and... The dude Phantom clearly Cage, just it's... wants to make a movie. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Let's just well, let him like, go do that. He's like David well, Cage, right? Yeah. Where all they, they are very much filmmaker minds but but kojima's not very good at it that's the problem I, like his story wrong. is one of the weirdest I mean, worst I stories i don't think david cage is very good <laughs> I, I think kojima's way better at it than yeah. david cage is. yeah i mean you know the funny thing is is that like when metal gear one came out i'm like i'm like metal gear solid one purist like i love that yeah, game yeah. that is one of my like probably even top 10 top five maybe even games and like i love that game to death and the problem was that they tried to get more and more complicated and i think they just like I would have been really happy just to see a bunch of adventures of Solid Snake mm-hmm. in that era, in that age, doing stuff. And they were like, well, we got to sure. top that last story. It's like, no, you don't. You I, stop that. Yeah. I have faith in Five because Peace Walker was so good. Peace Walker is sure. amazing. And uh, it'd be it's cool. Be really cool. To Hopefully know he learned a bit and maybe, you know, scales it back a little bit. I mean, I mean, and, and you know, it's funny. We're talking about Bioshock Infinite. That delivers so much story but in a way where i don't feel like i have to yeah. do it yeah you're you know? consuming, consuming it tell. yeah, yeah. I mean, that is... you're consuming it while you're playing absolutely right? yeah. yeah you're and taking it in rather than like passively observing yeah and if yeah. i want to listen to a bunch of people talk for hours i can just press down and listen to a little voxophone or yeah. read the transcript later i don't have to sit there and watch a damn monkey drink from a coke can a codec and i fall asleep <laughs> at 4 a.m during the ending yeah. because yeah. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> they gotta stop doing that i mean yeah. i love metal gear to death but like they've got to stop doing that so yeah. um yeah. So, for clarity, this is uh, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes, which you, which we all knew was the prologue to Metal Gear Solid Five. Plus, the Phantom Pain is Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. How they work together is like they're yeah, we be don't separate know separate releases. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It's going to be a downloadable thing for Ground Zeroes, yeah. or you like pre-order Phantom Pain and get Ground Zero. Like we have Kmart no exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, coming soon. Actually, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if like Ground Zeroes just turned out to be like the playable like prologue that comes with a different game. You know, yeah. whenever Konami right. really wants when you to buy Zone of the Enders 3 like or the whatever. Like the Taker yeah. mission yeah. from two. Like when they want you to buy something like Zone of the Enders, like, yeah. they're yeah. like, yeah. please Metal Gear. And you're like, oh okay, I'll buy. But I'd like. I mean, I want to see Kojima just work on something else. Just me too. Do something original. We all do. I mean, absolutely. Him put his brain on something else. Yeah, too. we all do. You know, I'm 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 half disappointed and half so like, okay, Kojima's doing another one. I love this series to death. I love the look of it. I love whatever garbage is going on in that engine that is making them have like 
fancy perfect leather wrinkles yeah. in the jacket. It's like, oh my god, what, this is so pretty. Yeah. I want you know what's funny, though, is it's uh, only announced for current gen consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure much. that that's what that game will look like on Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. With yeah. lots of fog. So talking yeah. about Kojima, um, with the HD collection that came out on PS3, you get Metal Gear Solid 3, the limited edition, that actually comes with Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, the proper version that Kojima ones. worked on. Yeah. Yep. Did you guys ever play through those, the NES nope. like, nah. ports or MSX? Yeah. I'm very familiar with them, but good. I've never played them. They're yeah. surprisingly good yeah. for like the era that they came They were so from. ahead of their time, too. Yeah. Like, people don't realize so yes. many elements of Metal Gear Solid are within those two games. Yeah, it's they basically just in the 80s he was doing this, like... Dude was a he's a thinking man. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a good way to describe it. Yeah, now he has a bigger budget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a simpler level, some news came out today on April Fools. Ha ha! That there's a Far Cry expansion called Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. I, I don't believe I, it. I don't know what you know what will ultimately be in that. You know, I mean, we've seen so many things now, like last week and the week before and stuff like that. That I mean, clearly this is a thing. Leaked achievements, leaked yeah, box art, yeah, listings. Like this um, is very clearly it's a real clearly thing. a thing. Uh, I have to say though, I love like the sort of like imagery they're using for it. Like this, like early 80s like retro tastic like neon everywhere like they're embracing yep. this goofy crap because you're fighting dragons yeah. and the two like lasers from their yeah, eyes yeah. and collecting vhs tapes and all this other garbage and 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 it's like just just whoever was on drugs over there like <laughs> yeah. just let's all embrace that yeah, those, go for Canadians. The yeah 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 because i mean like clearly they've all gone crazy like i really wanted proper dlc for far cry 3 sure but if this is what I'm going to get, then I guess at least let's just go crazy. Yeah. Most, Have most, some fun with that. When most people try to tell a story that's way too serious, they just completely fail. And they mm. just yeah. make a mockery of themselves. So I'm like, well, just do what Saints Row does. And just yeah. go like the complete patch. <laughs> or even Red Dead Redemption. Kind of kept it. Like, the, the zombie DLC yeah. is still kind of like John Marston oh, yeah. still behaves yeah. like John Marston. Yeah, like he's yeah. a cranky yeah. dude who takes things seriously, but yeah. he's like, well, gosh, all this zombie problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and I think that this is going to, it's not going to take that tone, right? Because, I mean, the, the story description had this like ridiculous hero name and yeah. crazy description. It's very clearly not Jason Brody. New yeah. characters, new setting, new whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, it's, it's a very different direction. So was the name Far Cry 3 Blood Dragons? Far, or Cry, Far Cry 3 Blood well, Okay, Dragon. there is the 3 in there. There is okay. a 3 in Yeah, there. which is the sort of weird part because it clearly seems to have nothing to do with Far Cry 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it'll be like using Far Cry mechanics. It'll be running on Junior. Uh, you know what would be great is if this was like Dr. Earnhardt's dreams when he's on his <laughs> oh, mission. Oh, he's creeping out. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at the very That'd end of the amazing. game, he wakes up. He's like, dragons and Brody's like, what? <laughs> and then it just ends. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Something <laughs> That'd along be amazing. That That'd would be, be great. so good. Uh, you missed the best announcement of all, Mitchell. What was that? DuckTales. Oh, my God. <laughs> the so, best thing so ever. So here's my thing is that uh, not an April Fool's. Not related to April yes. Fool's. I have never understood the nostalgia associated with this game. Like Get people out. on the internet it's, have like they are they are like the whole cultists. room just turned yeah. against. Yeah. I'm not saying Wait, it's a bad game, thing. The game or the series. The game. Okay. Like and I think that like the the remake looks awesome. It looks beautiful. They're yeah. like fully voiced. It's way forward, I, which I'll is exactly it. who should yes. have been yeah. on that. And yeah. I'll play it and it'll be great. But I never understood like why Ducktales garnered this cult following. I was I was probably a little too young for the game in terms of to appreciate like its complexity and sort of its like perfection and all that sort of stuff. I played it when I was a kid. I liked it when I was a kid. Um, to me, it's all about the series though. I sure. love that series to death. I actually mm-hmm. own most of it on DVD. Oh wow! Um, and it holds up like unlike a lot of oh. cartoons that you think about. Like if you were to go back and watch the old like Ninja turtle cartoons they suck they're, yeah. they're, they're not good like you, you can watch the modern one and it's awesome mm-hmm. uh duck Tales actually holds up and it's really really well done um so anyway i love that series to death and so anything for disney to actually acknowledge that it exists and be like yes capcom you may re-release this mm-hmm. um 
good, you know, a little, happy. I was a little bummed that it wasn't... Uh, I was kind of hoping for a Mega Man 9 style, like a DuckTales 3 done in sure, 8-bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. You know, keep those same mechanics, keep the same limitations. I, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if this could potentially lead to stuff like that. Go with, no. go with your wallet. I know, I guess exactly. that's what Shovel Knight is, though. Adam, yeah. You guys have seen the Kickstarter for Shovel Knight. That Did game. that make it? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shovel Knight with the uh, DuckTales mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I love that there are a lot of, like, indie devs that are, you know, so clearly inspired by all that yeah. stuff and yeah. are doing things now. Um, but I would I would love to see Disney Interactive actually produce something meaningful and that we actually want to play. And, you know, let me have my DuckTales. Don't fuck off, Epic Mickey. Let <laughs> me think, have DuckTales. Yeah, right? yeah. I think they need to work on smaller projects like this, like dumping money into something like Epic Mickey 2 obviously did not work. Yeah. I mean, it, it killed that studio. It killed the studio. Yeah. More Inspector might be dead. <laughs> Nobody no, saw him at GDC. Okay, no, he's, he's on Twitter now. He's, he's back on Twitter. He's, he's back tweeting, on Twitter. He's retweeting after like hundreds of days. Yeah, of yeah, being yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's uh it's great, and I mean this is the like perfect kind of partnership for them too. You know, if they don't really want to like step into that giant like Epic Mickey style development, which clearly seems to be uh, a wise move for them yeah. then let's see like ducktales revivals let's see you don't bring back rescue rangers darkwing duck oh my God, you're saying um, everything. i know yeah um even Dark tailspin Wing that's cool oh um i would Maybe love to see tailspin. that stuff yeah. <laughs> no, i want tailspin like like well, crimson actually, skies actually they could oh, just man. like Ooh. give me the theme song to play on my like xbl dashboard or something <laughs> like that <laughs> so anyway excited so that, for that that was some announcements uh we got it's actually coming to wii u Wow. Boom. That's the one. Hey, there's the your news for the week. Yeah. Right? NBC done inside of a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what we used to do. Play yeah. DuckTales on NBC. They yeah, already yeah. did that, right? Oh. Never yeah, I already watched did, that one, I think. Yeah, yeah, I already watched, yeah, but I don't know how to play DuckTales. probably gone. We had two more announcements because it's been nothing but a week of announcements for whatever reason. I mean, we had a long period where nobody was willing to talk about yeah. anything, suddenly everything. Well, now it's going to go all dark again before E3. Before yeah. yeah. But Telltale Games announced two games, The Wolf Among Us, which is their Fables adventure game, and Poker Night at the Inventory 2. I just want to get everyone's uh, like gut reactions. Well, one's a Re- poker game. Yep, that's that's correct. <laughs> I know that it involves cards, but I don't know anything about it. It has Ash it. from Evil Dead, so right on. People. Other than that, yeah. don't care. Probably uh, won't play it. I just, yeah, yeah we'll it's it. sort of nonplussed on that one. Yeah. Uh, Fables, so, fa- so it's called The Wolf Among Us because they can't use the Fables name, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Probably because um, of... Because yeah, I mean, so because video games. Um, video <laughs> I mean, I like Fables, or I was a huge fan of it for like its first seventy-five issues or so. I don't know what they're on now. I think they're on one twenty. Who knows? Um, it's a really good series. I, there's a lot of potential there. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. It depends on who's writing it. it depends on what they're doing yeah. with it. I mean, sort of the thing about Telltale is, you know, they're the guys that brought you Walking Dead, and they're also the guys that brought you Jurassic Park. Yes, and That's Back ex- to the Future. That is exactly. That yeah. This is this is kind of the moment of truth for like if you know Telltale. What what company is this? Is this the game of the year company, or is yeah. this the kind of licensed shovelware? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I I would honestly, and I really liked Walking Dead, and it was an amazing story with amazing characters, but I did not like actually playing Play. it. Yeah. Yes, totally so agree. what is this? You know, what will this be? Yeah. Uh, we'll well, see. It's the evolution of choice and consequence. Yeah, with bad gameplay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: like, I think that universe sets itself well to. Um, you know, 
that sort of gameplay, sure. right? Or yeah, like it's, a, that, it's a prequel, that. so you get to like watch all those relationships from the comics develop and become what what you know them to yeah. be. Yeah, and anybody that reads fables knows that the best part is a bunch of like you know legendary characters that we all know from like Disney cartoons being sort of more mature, sophisticated versions of their cart, you know, their their Smoking pop culture selves, investigating murders. Yeah, and I mean that's the cool part, right? Is you start it starts Bigby, who was the sheriff of Fable Town back in the day, and so Sounds like, like such nonsense. And there could be there could be some really cool stuff in there, and it also doesn't involve like giant dinosaurs trying to eat you if you press a quick enough you know that yeah. sort of weird yeah, stuff yeah. um which is what i thought made jurassic park weird is it was like he's gonna eat you if you don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's like no he's just gonna eat yeah. me you know and, and i mean it, it, so we'll see i mean it really depends on who's writing it creative direction all that sort of stuff i mean sure. it's cool i mean i like fables fables yeah. especially about you know for the past decade has been one of the biggest vertigo games out there so books yeah we, book, i mean books yeah we know it's not the walking dead team i mean they are they're Quite working obviously working on Walking Dead season two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's yeah. not Sean Vanderman, it's not Jake Rodkin. Yeah, it's like, uh, I came out with a scriptwriter's name, Pierre something. I don't know the the full name, but somebody else. Yeah, I'm sure Bill Willingham is involved too to sure. help kind of flesh that out. Who's the the writer of the main series? Um, I want to see the art style. If yeah. it's like the the series, cool. If it's not, then go to hell. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, too I'm many sure variables. it'll be very similar because if you look at Poker Night, like Ash and Brock Samson from Venture Brothers, like they look like Walking Dead characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that, the, the Walking Dead style would work pretty well for uh, Fables. Actually, yeah. it would work pretty well. I know so. nothing about Fables. Like, I read one comic. I wasn't impressed, so, so I never read it again. Wow. And I want to ask Ritz because he's kind of the comic guy. <sighs> sure. Does it have that same fan base as the Walking Dead? Comic no, no. Guy? So the Walking no, Dead no, no, is no. is basically the biggest thing in comics and yeah. TV and video oh, games. Oh, before the TV and everything no, no, happened, no. it's still yeah. just this juggernaut thing. It is yeah. the Walking Dead is probably the biggest indie success in the comic book industry since Spawn. Okay. And might even be bigger than Spawn at this point. I'm not like sure. Like a really unfortunate analogy, but... Telltale yeah, presents, right. Telltale presents right. Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> God, Spawn animated series is phenomenal. Oh, um, just, I, I never yeah. watched it when I was yeah. just, don't so, You don't so, like it? No. Here's the, well, you're wrong. <laughs> damn. Here's, the, here's yeah. the sort of mile-high pitch for Fables. It's as if, you know, all the characters you know, like Aladdin and Snow White and Sleeping Beauty and the Beast and all these guys actually exist in our world... But they're refugees from their own worlds, their own worlds that they belong to, their fantasy worlds, by you know, pursued by this unknown menace. And they're in our world trying to hide so because they don't want to be discovered by us. They don't want people like freaking out and being this like, oh, my like God. A TV yeah. Show yeah, this is Once Upon a Time. This is yes. the problem. So Once Upon a Time was basically like, what if we just stole that? Yep. Yeah. And, that was uh, it. and I mean, the, and yeah, I mean, that's the problem, right, is that like uh, in terms of pop culture, Fables has existed for over a decade. Yeah. And once upon a time, went and just snagged that but idea. But it also has Disney behind it. Like, Disney owns a lot yeah. of those characters. Yeah. So, this yeah. Sounds well, they like don't it's own them. Be... It's all free, open public property. Um, there's no copyrights on those characters. Uh, like, on, oh, really? Unlike Sleeping Beauty and yeah, those guys, yeah, they're yeah. all public domain oh, now. Interesting. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's a really great series. There's a lot of potential there for a game, uh, especially if you go kind of... Like, they got really, like epic scale like war scale uh for a while um but early on in the game in the comic book sort of infancy it was about like people you know trying to deal with each other and yeah. you know why does captain hook hate this other person or whomever it wasn't captain hook but you know why do these people hate each other or why do these others you know and like the uh some of the fables are you know 
like animals, you know, the three little pigs, for example, yeah. they can't live in our society because they don't look like us. So they're banished to this place called the farm okay. and they don't like, you know, they feel like, no, I think that's just where regular pigs go, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but they, 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 farm, uh, farm. <laughs> <laughs> but they feel like, like, uh, well, you know, isolated and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's cool. And, uh, didn't Walt yeah. Disney end up being like the antagonist of fables or that really? was originally the plan spoilers it was like walt no. disney was originally set to be the antagonist and like disney threatened to like sue the That's fuck amazing. out of that no no no, no. The, the the villain of the fable series uh is pretty cool it's it's very clever um and it's sort of one of it's those Dalt Wisney. <laughs> it's a, what's cool about the villain is that it's sort of one of those protected secrets in pop culture where nobody will tell you because they want you to discover for yourself. Because when they do reveal it within the context of the comics, it's How pretty well done. Because I read like the first five issues. Uh, oh, so so here's issues. the funny thing is that with Fables, uh, the first six issues are unlike anything else that the series okay. does. Um, the artist even changes after the first six issues. Um and then from then on is when it gets really good, actually. Gotcha. So, the so I first... stopped reading right at the worst time. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Uh, they, I would say probably uh, somewhere around issue 30. It is, is a cool probably... wow. that It is complete sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere around issue 30, give All or right. take 40, 30 to 40. Um, great stuff. I would highly, if, if, especially if you're listening out there and you're like, I tried the first five issues and I stopped. Like, read, keep reading. Because I did the same thing almost. And I was like, I'll try one sure. more trade. And uh, it gets really, really good really quickly, too. So. Or just read Preacher. Preacher. No. Yeah, really I don't like You guys preacher. don't like Ennis? Ennis is like a really weird dude, right? Like you have to be yeah. a very specific kind of person to like Ennis. You have to be mm-hmm. like me, but like a little bit more patient because you have to put up with so much profanity and so much grotesque violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my That problem. it's almost overwhelming. Ennis yeah. just puts it over too too much over the top where I'm just like, mm. I, I, like, I think space. Ennis our worked space. best with his yeah. Punisher storylines because it kind of works sure. in that world. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Preacher, he's trying to be like comedic but really serious. And yeah. Talk about religion. I can sort of tolerate the Punisher stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wait, I'm I'm not Ennis is not necessarily the person I go to to read stuff. Did Ennis so. do Red? Is that him? Uh. No, that's Ellis. Ellis. I, I always Ellis confuse the two because Ellis. obviously. Ellis, yeah. Ellis is amazing. Warren Ellis is great. Well, Warren Ellis is great. Warren Ellis and is crazy. crazy. Yeah. I saw him do this hour-long panel at a, a convention one time where he just stood up on stage with this giant bottle of whiskey and proceeded to sm- drink the entire bottle of whiskey and drink a bunch of cigars. Er, nope. Uh, smoke a bunch <laughs> of cigars. I knew I was going to mix up. Um, but for like an hour. And that's all he was doing is just, just, just talking to people. That's awesome. It was hilarious. Yeah. He's so funny. Kind of man. Smart guy. So, anyway. The there's, other... a, there's a comic book yeah. portion yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast Unlock the Comic Book Hour. Yeah. The last major announcement of the week is something that I feel like it's it's almost universally across the industry, just a giant shrug, which was Battlefield 4. Yeah. Oh, Look at that silence yeah. as soon as I said the game, and everyone's like, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Pretty graphics. Yeah, that's kind of the extent of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got some emails from people saying they were super disappointed because it looked just like Battlefield. Is that kind of the sentiment around here? Well, I think the problem with Next Gen yeah. is that we already started to see Next Gen level graphics last few years you know when you looked at like battlefield 3 like fully maxed out on a pc yeah that's kind of what our next gen consoles are going to look like and i think this is the first time where this console gen stayed too long to the point where we started seeing everything we're going to see in the pcs yeah so now when next gen shows up i think people are going to be in for like a small disappointment because they're gonna be like oh man i've kind of seen this already it's like well you were seeing the pc version of the games the console games and just generally speaking how much better can graphics get we're kind of hitting this high point now where the improvements are so minuscule 
that it's hard to be like blown away by anything. Yeah. I Even, think it, you know, it'll be a lot of particle stuff. It'll be a lot of lighting yeah. stuff. Lighting, it'll be a lot of absolutely yeah. lighting, physics, and particles. Yeah, yeah. and that'll be great. Um, but that doesn't do it for me really. Well, anymore. see, here's the thing: is like I think we're finally, and I mean, like I think some of us have been saying this for maybe even over a decade or even more than that. Finally, I think people are going to start going. Okay, well, the graphics are just whatever, you yeah. know. And now, the, I think the reason the Battlefield Four was just kind of meh to people, and I only watched part of the presentation. I didn't go to it. Um, you didn't miss much. It's because it looks just like every other Battlefield shooter, whatever, that yeah. I've seen. And it's just yeah. like, okay, but what are you doing that's new? Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. like, your game's somewhat pretty, but I feel like I saw that level of, of graphics yeah. earlier. Yeah. And that so. was the exact reaction at the PS4 uh, conference when Killzone was up there. Yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, this, that's yeah, a looks, like, this looks pretty good, game. but what, like, what mechanically, yeah. what ideas are you giving us yeah. that we I, haven't been given for the past 10 we, years? We stole that Far Cry knife throw thing. Pretty yeah. sweet, yeah. right? <laughs> this industry is in for a rude awakening if it thinks, and I mean, like, especially like the Miar, the Miar, Miar? The Just mark- inventing words. <laughs> yeah. uh, the marketing and PR people, I think, are going to be in for a rude awakening if they think that they can sell these games on graphics alone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, some, if it's a brand new IP, brand new, crazy, like Bioshock Infinite type idea, then I think we'll buy it because we'll be like, oh, wow, I've never seen something like that before. Someone but, who's doing yeah. it right, taking it like a Grand Theft Auto idea is Watch Dogs. It, it looks good. It's a new thing. We haven't yeah. experienced a world like this before. And like uh, maybe the cyberpunk game, we mm-hmm. haven't seen anything of that, but I feel like they're going to be kind of doing something yeah. so unique that we haven't really seen. Exactly. And, uh, that's it's going to get people excited. The original ideas, that will make people pay attention when you're like, watchdogs where you can hack into people's crap and everyone's yeah. kind of paranoid about that already. Yeah, and you're sure. like, oh, boom. And you're like, oh, I get it. I'm hooked. And yeah. now, yeah. ooh, and it's pretty. You know, Battlefield 4, you're like, yep. I've shot people sure before a, in first, first person. person. That's a shooter. You yeah. Know, I, think, I think the shooters had their heyday this gen, and I think... Mm-hmm. Next gen, we're going to need to figure out something else. I completely agree with everything that was just said. Yes. Revisit this five years from now, and we're yes. all going to say Ubisoft, stop annualizing fucking watchdogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I for sure. I agree. Yeah. You know, Dude, in, in, a, in a year from now, we're going to say the same thing about Far Cry and Assassin's Creed yep. and maybe Splinter Cell. I don't. Yeah. Well, Splinter so Cells. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm the only one, and, and I don't begrudge the companies for trying to do that. Oh, no, I think sure. if, they don't, make money. if they don't do it right, then it's a problem. Um, and, you know, some of the entries have had success, some of them had failure, but, like, I, I'm okay with an, oh, Assassin's Creed every year. They're pushing um, it with Assassin's Creed. I'm okay they need with to it. Three, it three was rough, but yeah. I'm all, and now I'm excited for four because they can just wipe the slate clean and keep going. So, I, yeah, you know, I mean, we'll I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but do what Activision does with Call of Duty. Those games are, like, shut up the internet. Those games are great. They, they are. very, very good shooters. I, w- I would say that, like, they've been great. <sighs> When I tried Black Ops 2, I was like, okay, I'm, I think I'm done now. You yeah. know, I, I'm, well, that's I'm fair. Okay. Like, it's totally it, – it is exhausting. But yeah. if you're into that, but you, know, the you, funny, can, you can get behind a yearly release because it is something you look forward to every year. The funny thing with Black Ops 2 to me is is um, I'm fine with it coming out every year. Uh, they should just get rid of the single player and yeah. then just let me buy a, a sure. pa- a, yeah. a, an upgrade to my existing game that's 30 bucks that completely redoes my multiplayer. I would like to just subscribe to Battlefield. Yes. Yes, yeah. Like I'm, I'm fine with that sort of stuff. I think that you know, that's sort a of, scary idea because that could, no, I could dude, see that happening. I'm all for yeah, that. You know? Like, I, I think the industry has been so tied to it's like archaic, like buy your sixty dollar box yeah. thing, and it's just like stop it, like stop, like if if I want to play Call of Duty, I want to play the multiplayer. I don't know anybody that really, really wants to play single player Call of Duty. That person is me. I'm the guy who wants to well, get spend out. 30 bucks on <laughs> yeah. the campaign and not worry about the I'm, sure, sure. I'm well, a story yeah, guy, too. Then, right? yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I just feel like we, we need to, like, I hope that the industry uh, <laughs> may have spit on a wire there. <laughs> spit all over everything. Um, Rich is drunk. <laughs> Rich is drunk. Um, I, I just, I would love to see, if, if, if nothing else comes from next gen, I would love to see, like, people starting to experiment with that sort of release sure, and yeah, pricing yeah, sure. and stuff like yeah. that. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that people didn't really care about it. It looks cool, I guess, but in a way that, like, I've seen before over and over and over yes. again. In a way so. you kind of saw with Battlefield 3. Oh. Yep. Especially more, when they did the debut of that. I was like, oh, that's really, really, really gorgeous. Yes. And now it's like, oh, that Man, was it. Yeah. But and it didn't look like that when you bought it, you know, for it a console. Did if you, uh, on, on a PC. PC. On a PC, yeah. But, uh, so what bugs me about mm-hmm. AC4 is AC3 uh-huh. came out in November. I know we're kind of moving past it, but I just want yeah. to say something. It came yeah. out in November. It's five months later, and we're getting the next game. I would it's say, too well, close. Well, 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 well. We got the announcement. We're yeah. not getting the game five months later. Yeah, we're getting it in October, which is less than a year later. No. Is it November? Ostensibly it's, a year it's later. one year. It's a year. Yeah, like, I, mean, I think to the day, almost. Um, yeah. What is so, it this year? It was October 19th. It was, it was, it was like the last days. 30th like, yeah, or something yeah. like that, and this is basically that. So I think I think there is something to be said about like PR campaigns, and PR people have to figure out how they're going to do this. I yeah. think their big problem was that the DLC for AC3 was still coming was, out. Yeah. yeah, so we had two yeah. conflicting messages of, hey, yeah. look at all this cool AC3 stuff, and by the way, fuck AC3, look at all this cool yeah. AC4 stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. tough because, yeah, yeah. Like, the, you know, especially consumers, I think, are like, we want good DLC that's deep and meaningful. If I'm going to pay more money for this, how dare you charge me more money? It better be yeah. really, really good. So they do that, but it takes more time. Therefore, it starts intruding on the next yeah. cycle. And, you know, and I mean, ultimately, um, you know, I think for casual gamers, probably don't care. They're just going to be like, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that's not out for like 10 months. Right. Like so. my dad is playing AC3 now and he's playing the DLC and he's heard about AC4 and that as like a normal video game consumer. He's like, cool. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like for us, though, people who are like in the industry and like really care about it and people like our listeners who are really passionate and follow it day by day, they yeah. are also like, man, get out of here with this yeah, yeah. It, it starts to become like a brand bombardment i think and mm-hmm. i think that that that's going to be a big challenge you know because you, you i think that is a problem um mm-hmm. but at the same time the second i step back from it like a few feet and i'm like well that's 10 months away um you know i think we care because we're covering it all the time yeah and i think that the sort of the real core gamer cares a little bit because they're seeing it all the time mm-hmm. but the other you know 11 million people that 14 bought million it, people yeah, that are gonna that, buy yeah, it yeah everyone yeah. else is like pirates yeah, 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 yeah um so but and and that is the one thing that that gives me hope for ac4 is the fact that they were like you know i don't have to go back to the american revolution i can go do pi i think that ac is one of the cleverest ideas i've seen in a long time mm-hmm. for a franchise i mean like we were talking about watchdogs like that'll be hard to annualize if you think about it because unless there's some secret that we don't know about yeah, but like right. am i gonna just go play 20 20- 14 yeah. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Not in Chicago now. We're in L.A. Uh, yeah. That's what they'll do. They'll do prob- the Grand Theft Auto move of different cities. Go to Tokyo or something yeah. like that. And I would probably buy into it if they were like Tokyo or Shanghai or something like that. But like after you, different. once you get past like Shanghai, there isn't anything else unless you're going to create like Metropolis or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, superheroes with hacking power. Yeah. I mean, that, that uh, is you always... kind of our superheroes. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That's infamous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Um, I'll, I'll be okay with that. I mean, I think. Ubisoft more than any company has really figured out how to do a, a cool annualization of its games so far. I, I would absolutely, if a, a game of the caliber of Far Cry Three, I would buy that every year, hands down. Just, yeah. Yes, Me please. Too. One, um, one last note about Ubisoft: stop leaking everything. I mean, that's great for us, but like you should learn how to like, code a little better. Hey, and... outlet, stop <laughs> leaking what, things. That's also <laughs> yeah. what happens when you have 
49 studios across the yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so we're cool to go live with this 10 months early, right? I mean, we're seeing it with we're seeing it with everything though. It's not even just Ubisoft. It was like look at Battlefield. Like that yeah. was yeah. like leak 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 leak. We watched leak. the trailer in line to go watch the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's just it, it's becoming a mess. I mean, the problem is that you have so many. I mean, like Ubisoft has like 40 or yeah. whatever studios yeah. across the globe and every all these places to figure out how to do annualization have to have so many people involved yeah, that it just starts you have thousands of cooks in the kitchen like yes. one of them's bound to be pissed off and yeah. spit in the stew yeah. holy or, shit that was a just, metaphor or it's just like sheer stupidity you know it's like I forgot to password protect this yeah. Vimeo whoops mm. you know <laughs> or the YouTube thing that got set to AM instead of PM you yeah. know it's yeah. just like uh, that happens yeah yeah that it happens. does it sucks it though well. yeah I mean, what's funny though is it you know all it takes is one for one of these games, and it's like, well, there goes your nine-month campaign, yeah. <laughs> or at least your reveal or whatever. So, anyway, let's get away from all this, you got from this future stuff, and we'll knock out just one more thing before we get out of here. We're just gonna go over this week's releases, Marty. I know that you are an avid and uh, thrilled sci-fi fan. Oh my god! The Sci-Fi Network. Tell me how excited you are for Defiance out this week. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> so Have you played I- it? No, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Are you gonna? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, all I know about it is uh, I think I went to a Defiance party at Comic Con. Don't even open, know. And it had an open bar. So uh, no, I know it's a TV Game show. I know it's a TV show it that uh, what? I'm I'm being surprised. Okay, Defiance by this news. is a video game it was and a, a television show. series. Yeah. Okay. And the way that this video game plays out, the way that fans kind of uh, move the direction of the story, will impact the TV show. Uh, which is a cool idea and concept. I would love to see trolls completely hijack the game and have like like, the main character become like Boner or something. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that'd be amazing. They're not going to give them that much control. It's kind of a big deal because it's like one of the first console MMOs Mm -hmm. of this generation that's like, okay, seriously, guys, we're actually going to do it this time. Yeah. Um, So we have Anthony Gallegos on the review for that. He's going to start playing it tomorrow. We don't actually have code yet. We don't have PC codes. We don't have review builds. We don't have any of that nonsense. It comes out tomorrow. comes out tomorrow. Uh, the other thing is it's out tomorrow. The TV show doesn't start for a couple weeks. So Anthony is going to be on the review. He's also going to be checking out the first couple episodes of the TV show. Conveniently, I'm sure that those first episodes will coincide with the game very well. The rest will probably not. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we've had a lot of people, surprisingly, asking us on Twitter, like, what's the deal with this game? Are you guys reviewing it? Where's the review? Like, man, who knew people cared? Yeah. Uh, more to come on IGN. I'll check it out if we get extra code. Yeah. I'm interested. Enough to play it once. Uh, one of my personal favorites from 2012, Ninja Gaiden 3. It's coming back to Xbox 360 with Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Finished the fight. Love that game so much. Finish yeah. the fight. That's sarcasm. Loved it so much I That's gave the game, review right? to Ryan when he Damn. played it on Wii U. <laughs> but this is essentially just a re-release of the Wii U version, which was a re-release of the 360 version, which had more stuff. So Razor's Edge on 360 this week will have everything Ninja Gaiden. If you... Uh, Believed I was an idiot before and are really going to go for it this time. We all believe you're an idiot, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. (laughs) Maybe this is the Ninja Gaiden for you. Or just use your Wii to download Ninja Gaiden. Is that like the PR line? Did you like... Maybe this is the Ninja Gaiden for you? Maybe if you don't hate Ninja Gaiden for you like I do, maybe think about playing this someday. (laughs) That's a box quote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had no idea that Double Dragon 2 was coming to XBLA this week either. Double Dragon 2 Neon? No. No. <laughs> Thank God, no. That was like way forward's greatest misstep, much to the chagrin of the internet, because I hated that game. Um, hopefully this one's better. This is just like the shit Mitch hates hour. <laughs> and Papa well, Yo 2 all... is coming <laughs> Mitch, all, all that matters is my Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1 box uh, just shipped ship? to me. Yeah, I got I'm it so happy for I, it. I, I, I have a package mean... downstairs that my mom sent me for my birthday, and she's like, don't open it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the, what, why you, is this here? Have you looked at that thing? It's 
freaking gorgeous. Like the thing my mom got me. Sure, but also <laughs> the DVDs or the Blu-rays, whatever. Mitch, Have you guys heard of this thing? thing? So cool. What? Like a month from now? Oh, okay. Just oh. thinking ahead. Yeah. So is that what this thing is? Is that you know what that's? No, like? I have no idea. Oh. I, we just got talking about shipments. Dude, I hope I it's those start. maple cookies. Dude, I want to oh, eat those. That's why I want to open it. There's so some maple good. cookies in there. We're going to get fat. It's just poutine. Just <laughs> oh, can you ship poutine in <laughs> box? Yeah. The worst fact of all poutine time. Poutine with like do air holes. Do you guys have like, like I don't know, freeze-dry? Can no, you freeze-dry no. poutine? Absolutely. <laughs> do you guys have freeze-dry? <laughs> no, can, can you don't do that Maybe put it in a freezer. Maybe. Maybe put air holes in. Behemoth's Battle Block Theater is also out this week. That game has been a long time coming. Yeah. Just coming out of beta. It's a 2D puzzle platformer co-op thing that I don't really know a whole lot about. Neither do I. Um, I am really excited to play it, though. Is it like Castle Crashers? Kind of, maybe. Less so. Castle Crashers, more then... like throwing your friends around. Yeah, it's a, it's a departure. Like It's a big, uh, as big of a leap as it was from Alien Hominid to Castle Crashers. So. Sorry. Yeah. I just want more Castle Crashers. It's been dude. a long time, too. It's I been like know. six years, Rich. Get over it. It came out on like 30 platforms. You can play Castle Crashers literally no, everywhere. I want, you can like, play it on your I shoes. Want you can play it on your Ooyah. I want <laughs> yeah. Shipping this I'll... week, guys, for real. Yeah, right. I want Castle Crashers, too. I'm just saying, how long has it been since Castle Crashers? Five years? Five years? years? Six, five, six. Seven, Jeez. It was the 90s. Well, 97, it, Yeah, it was 1996, I think. Yeah. It was before Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> We're all drunk. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. Yes. If you uh, want to join the Podcast Unlocked Facebook group, which is actually a really cool place, facebook.com slash group slash podcast No one's ever been unlocked. to Facebook before. It's true. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MitchyD. You can follow Rich on Twitter at RichIGN. You can follow Marty on Twitter at McBiggity. Spell that. Uh, two G's, two MC, T's. Yeah, two G's, two T's. There you go. You got to figure it out. Yeah. Destin is at Destin Legary at D E S T I N L E G A R I E. Got you. Thank you. Covered this time, buddy. <laughs> and you can follow Podcast Unlocked at Podcast Unlocked and at IGN for everything you need for video games. Anybody working on anything they want to pimp? Marty, you saw a game today that you can't talk about yet. When can we talk about that <laughs> I game? I don't know. I literally yeah. don't know. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to have news for you on a big sequel, But it's Marty. really cool. Something Marty I'm excited about. Sequels. Cool yeah. Marty saw stuff. Yeah. He's going to write about Rich, it. Rich, anything you want to talk about? No. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Destin, what are you working WrestleMania is next uh, weekend. That's uh, exciting. It's my birthday on Friday. Yay! Destin's oh, birthday is Friday. Yay! Send him your well wishes and send him oh, presents God. to the office that we can help him eat. I just realized I turned 30 this month. Ugh. Oh, Whoa. it's going to be a big month. Ugh. I turned 25. That makes you feel any better. Get out. Sorry. <laughs> get out. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week, hopefully. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. 
and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.